Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to another edition of Sutton Like That, episode 30 to be exact. I am your boy, Professional Sutton. How's everyone doing today? I hope everyone is having a phenomenal, nominal day. Um, because I am, I'll tell you that I am having a great, great day. Um, first and foremost, I want to say thank everybody for tuning in. Um, because again, this is not something that I take for granted. I understand that people are busy. People do have things to do with their lives. So I appreciate everyone that has took the time out to listen. Everyone has took the time out to, you know, just scroll by and that's my sharing. So I appreciate everyone. I also want to appreciate our donor, our monthly donor, who is Ramey Dixon. Thank you so much, Ramey, for donating to the cause. I appreciate you. Um, you know, just know that your efforts are recognized. So I thank you for donating every, every single month. And also if you want to donate, you know, you can check out how to donate. You can also check out in the description, you know, where and how you can send that. If you want to donate, I appreciate it so much. So, so much. So this episode is talking about going after the things you want. And I say that because with so much going on, you know, sometimes it's easy to overlook the things that we want to do. Sometimes it's easy to just dismiss it and say, I'll get to it when I get to it. Um, you know, it'll be another time where I can get to it. And that could possibly, you know, be true. But I think right now everybody needs someone. And, you know, I, I just been compelled to make a lot of podcasts. And, uh, you know, um, I'm, I'm saying that because on the eve of having my first interview for my local radio station, 94.3 WYBC, a station that I grew up on, um, I was actually on the morning show, uh, on the Juan Castillo morning show. I was doing a board and then I ended up being part of the show. But then the show had ended um but now they have another syndicated show but i always wanted to be on air and i always gave myself excuses on why i couldn't do it you know i can't do it because i'm working i can't do it because i'm doing this i can't do it because i'm doing that but i stopped those worries and i said hey you know what i'm gonna get this done like i'm gonna push myself and i'm gonna make it work so i always been practicing because i'm like what if one day one asked me to be on a show you know, what if what if one day, you know, he want me to do an interview um, either with me or someone else? I'm going to be prepared. So I always prepare myself as if I am waiting for the opportunity to come. And it came along with the opportunity. Other opportunities came and I had to prepare myself and I prepare myself in a way that I'm at least a month on a job and I'm ready to go. So I want everyone to prepare themselves as if they are already on a job and they are expecting a job and the job is theirs. Go out and do something that you always wanted to do if it's feasible. Now, I know, you know, finances can set you back, but if you can do it, do it. So for myself, man, I want myself to have at least two to three podcasts a week. Now, for me, that goal has been operating and moving for the past, I don't know, a few months now. Because I have my sports podcast with my fellas. And then I have my own podcast. Something like that podcast that you're listening to right now. And just telling things that I want. Doing things that I love to do. So my podcast. I've been using it as a way to 
voice my opinion and to get people to listen to what I got to say. With everything that's going on from George Floyd to um, the recent uh, killing in Atlanta, um, I think Rashard Brooks, if I'm not mistaken, um, I felt that I had to say something. So I've been using my platform to speak out against the injustices. Now, again, I don't care if 10 people listen. I don't care if two people listen to 2,000 to 2 million. I'm still going to say what I got to say because I think it's important. One, you know, it's something that I like to do. Like podcasting is my therapy. You know, when I look at podcasting, that's something that I do. That's something that I'm passionate about. And I always love to talk, you know, even as a young kid, my mother always bought me a microphone when I was always talking to somebody, talking about something. So I always had that. But as I got older and like most people, we tend to psych ourselves out of things like, oh, you can't do that. You know, they're better than you at this. You know, you're you're not that good. You know, you you should stop while you're ahead. And for a long time, that's what I did. I, You know, I psyched myself out of doing it. And I, it, it was always an excuse on why I can't do it. So this time I said, I'm going to do it. And I've been doing it for five years straight now um, with some weeks off because of work and other things will have you. But I made sure that I always try to do a podcast once a week. And that's what I'm doing. But I'm finding that doing that, it's been motivating and inspiring others. So you never know who you're motivating. You never know who you're inspiring. I um, also want to shout out someone, uh, Anthony Love Jones. He's on Facebook. Never met the guy in my life, but he donated. He said, listen, until I get to my podcast, I'm going to donate. And I said, well, you don't have to do that. He said, no, I have to because you are a motivation and you've been inspiring me. So I've been using that as a way to, you know, show myself like, yo, this guy's believing in me. So there are people that's believing in you. And I read somewhere that, you know, um, you know, I read it, so I don't, I don't know the statistical facts, but I read that um, more people in the age bracket of 64 are becoming millionaires. And that is because people are starting to do what they love later on in life. And for me, I found that passion later on in my life. Well, late 20s. But since that time, I, I, I've been loving what I'm doing. You know, I've been practicing my craft. I've been practicing my art because I'm preparing as if I'm already having my show. I'm preparing as if someone already wants me and I'm already there. So to even further that, what I do is I'll look at houses that I would love to live in. Like, for example, I love going to YouTube and I love to go to house tours. My mind is already saying I'm going to have a house that I really, really love one day that I earned like the house I have now, which I'm, which I'm really fortunate for, thank God. But I'm going to have me a house that I want, that I built, that I put together. That my blood, sweat, and tears has caused me to get and to receive. So I look at things that are beyond my scope, but for me, that are obtainable and that I can reach one day. Because if I'm looking at that, if I'm looking at a house that's $25 million, if I fall short of that, what? It's going to be in a million dollar, 500,000 to $2 million range. Because I'm putting myself in a position where I'm going to continue to fight. I'm going to continue to keep pushing. And these houses are beautiful. I mean, like some of these houses, I'll tell you about some of these houses. I mean, just gorgeous and just astronomical in the amount of space that they have, I mean, they have what's called like butler quarters where it's like a, it's like two kitchens. Like you have a kitchen for Sheldon, you have the kitchen that the butlers have. And then you have 
don't know, a room for massages. There's something crazy. But for me, I look at that as a tool, as a source of motivation to keep pushing myself, to keep saying, hey, Marquette, you're almost there. Keep fighting and keep going. Because I want to live comfortably. I want my kids' kids to say, hey, this is what my grandfather built. My great-great-grandkids as well. You know, I want to leave a legacy. As I'm looking at this Glade, uh, Glad um, spray, um, Glade, I'm sorry, I say Glad, Glade spray, S.E. Johnson, a family company. You know, like, that is passed down, like the DuPonts, like the, uh, you know, Johnson and Johnson, like the Hiltons, you know, things of that. And, but you want it to be something where you are proud because you are doing it. You are moving, you are pushing. And I'm telling people, keep pushing, don't stop. You know, like people look at me in this podcast and they think I made it. I'm still going. Every day I'm hungry. I will have the same attitude whether I am doing this in my basement. Or whether I am doing it in a million dollar studio. It doesn't matter. My passion will still be there because it's something that I love. It's something that I enjoy. And I prepare it as I am already in that million dollar mind frame. I put the things around me that I love. I put the things around me that are going to motivate me. And that's how every day has to be. It's so much negativity. But for me, I said, hey, when COVID happened, that's a chance for me to expand my base that's a chance for me to get people to see what i'm doing that's a chance for me to get people to go on a platform and check out a podcast and it's been a lot of people that's been like yo i like what you're saying you know this stuff is good again i could have said nothing is going on i feel so bad what was me i said nope i'm going to use this time to keep pushing and make another podcast to show people who i am in that time, I also got two job offers to do what I usually do, my counseling, my therapy. You know why? Because I did not quit. I saw this as an opportunity. I see everything as an opportunity for someone to do something. People are getting very creative. If you like running T-shirts, make you a pod, make you a T-shirt business and sell those t-shirts because guess what people are on facebook and social media more now my daughter she uh texted me yesterday i'm um, actually early this morning which is which i'm happy for she's going to start a lip gloss line the first thing i say is how much do you need let's get that started and i told her what things she would need to do now we didn't talk about it in depth but that type of motivation is beautiful and key because throughout it all you can continue to push and press. People are waiting for something. People need to be entertained. And no matter what, find what you like to do and start it yesterday. I got, I got a friend who wants to do uh, photography. I said, this is the perfect time. It's not a lot of people out. Start your business now. Go for it. Put it on social media. People are probably on social media more than before because they need something to distract them. You know, movies just opened up in Connecticut, but they didn't have no movie theaters. They didn't have anything to say, hey, I need to keep my mind off of this. You got a photography business. Let it blossom. Show people what you can do. And that's the key right there. 
showing people what you love, bringing them into your world, but also understanding your passion. And that's what people want is that genuineness to who you are. And that's what's going to make you successful. And I think people look at success as how many people buy into it. No, success is how you feel and what makes you happy. Are you successful? Are you satisfied and happy? Because we know a lot of quote unquote, excuse me, successful people that are not happy, but your success is within. Like I said, me doing this podcast, I'm envisioning someone right now who's like, man, I need to hear that message. And that message is being read loud and clear. I'm looking at someone who's saying, oh, man, I'm about to give up. This is my last day of doing this and I'm done. But then they hear this and say, yo, I needed to hear that. And that's what it's about. Being at your lowest, but still saying, I'm not going to give up. It's been days I wanted to give up my podcast, but I said, nope, I'm not. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to keep doing what I love to do because someone needs to hear this. And during this time, a lot of people need to hear this because there are a lot of people who thought they would be dead, but they are alive by the grace of God. They are alive because they kept pushing and kept fighting. And that's why I did this podcast. I didn't even know what I was going to talk about. I said, what do people need to hear, man? People need to hear you can do it. People need to hear motivation. People need to hear encouragement, you know? It was times where I was just done with my podcast. I was like, listen, nobody's looking, nobody's seeing it. Um, you know, people are just out there and they're looking at stuff that's making them famous because they're doing dumb shit. But I said, that is their path. I can't get offended because I'm not where they are. It takes time. So I had to humble myself and I realized that time heals everything. Time will get you the result that you need. So that's why I took my time and continue to put in my time because I'm getting better with every, every single podcast. Um, people always ask me, hey, you know, how do you start a podcast? I said, one, you got to really want to do this and you have to want to know what do you want to talk about? What do you what do you really want? You know, because some people, they don't really know what they want. Some people, you know, they just have this vision of, well, I just want to say something, but then they do it two or three times. And the first thing that I told him is, listen, you don't need a lot of money to do this because people see the equipment, they see all that, they get scared by it, and they just immediately think, I can't do it. So first thing I say is, get you the most inexpensive equipment you can and go from there. And the second thing I tell them is, don't look at the numbers. Don't look at the numbers at all. You have to be consistent and you have to do what you want to do. And I tell them that because people tend to get into this frame of, I need to be a shock jock or I need to do things that everyone like. And one thing that I learned about, and I forgot who said it and, and I, and I'm, and I'm blanking on it because I'm like, when I first started on a podcast, I'm like, well, you already got ESPN. You already got Fox. You already got people talking sports. Like, why do I need to talk more sports? Someone said, even though it's invented, people still need 
more of it. And they used an analogy. They said when Firestone, when tires were created, they didn't stop making tires. They just made more tires and people had their preference on the tires that they liked. And they said when it comes to podcasting, yeah, there are a lot of podcasts out there, but there's always a podcast for some people. And some people like certain podcasts. And that was the most important thing I remember is that you have to go and do a podcast that people are going to enjoy. People want to hear the authenticity. People don't come to you because they want to hear what Oprah is saying. You know, they don't come to you because they want you to sound like Oprah. They want you to sound like this person. They like you for your authenticity. And I and I and I never forgot that. And it took me a while to find my voice. It took me a while to find my rhythm. But I I continue to work at it. I continue to put that together. I continue to put the pieces where they need to go so I was comfortable. But that all came with time. And I'm talking about years of time, you know, because you're working with other people, people working with you. So you got to learn them and they have to learn you. And I learned different things along the way. And I told people when you're doing something in life, and like, you know, like the podcast, for example, I said, I enjoy the journey more than I do the actual process of doing a podcast because it's given me so much motivation in life. Like for real, when I started my podcast, everything that I thought I couldn't do, I did. Like I'm going to start out as simple as I said, I wanted to teach myself how to drive stick. So I went um, on OfferUp or one of them sites and I bought a 1996 Honda Civic and I drove that thing and the first day I was like, what am I doing? The first week I tried to sell it, but nobody would buy it. So I stopped crying. I stopped complaining. I said, I'm going to find a way to learn how to drive this car. So my younger brother, he tried to teach me couldn't get it it wasn't until my cousin and my supervisor yeah my supervisor cool guy man shouts out to pat they said this is how you do it but in order for me to learn i had to receive i was ready to learn i was ready to stop fearing myself so as i'm driving i was like oh i can do this now this is in 2016 so i was like wow, this is not that bad. And I kept pushing myself. I kept going until I learned how to drive stick and I was natural, I was comfortable with it. And at that point, I said, if I can drive a stick, I can do anything. Now, and that was my barometer because driving a stick was so hard for me, I would always give up. So I said, I'm going to go back to school and get my master's. And that's what I did. So as I'm going to school, I'm like, wow, this is not that bad as I thought it would be. If I could do this, I can own a home. I can start my own business. That's what I that's what I did first. I did my own mentoring service. I said, I can start my own business. And I said, if I can do this, I can I can own a home. And I did that. But that all started because I believed in myself in a podcast and was like, well, if I can do this, it's a lot of stuff I can do because I didn't think I could do. Because having a podcast at that time in 2015. It was so different back then because there wasn't so many accessible podcast sites. There wasn't so many, um, you know, people doing podcasts like so readily 
at the time because it was like YouTube. You could put it on YouTube and that's it. But podcasts just started to flourish out of nowhere because people wanted the accessibility. People started to realize that I don't have to just listen to one thing. I can listen to multiple things. And that's what drew me drew me to YouTube at a long years ago when 2007, when people was laughing at me for watching, they're like, what is this thing that you're watching? I'm like, YouTube is like, what is that? You're watching stupid videos. And, I, and I'll never forget, one of the first videos that I watched was Scarlet Takes a Tumble. And I didn't know about like stock market. Like, I wish I did. Like, you know, hindsight is always 2020. But if I knew then what I knew now, I definitely would have invested in YouTube because it was on the rise. And I would just watch YouTube. Like, I stopped watching TV like that because YouTube had everything. But I knew at that time it was going to be special because it was at your fingertips. So when I did my podcast, I was like, yo, I just want something that people can listen to and that they like and, you know, and that they can enjoy. And once I did that, you know, my friends liked it. So I got them on board. But the moral of the story is I didn't give up. I didn't quit. And from that, it's springboard to do other things. From the podcast, I, I did like six other things, probably more. And if you, if you throw in there, um, I was on the radio. Uh, I continue to be on the radio with Juan Castillo, um, who's a good friend of mine. He's a, he's a mentor to me. And just the people that you meet. Like I met celebrities. I met people that I grew up watching, like Sean Waynes, Marlon Waynes, you know, D-Ray. Um, uh, uh, who else? Um Arnaz J, you know, just a few people. Um, but it's about passion, you know. And every time I do a podcast or every time I'm about to be on the radio, I get nervous. But um someone told me and and I can't remember, I think it was D Ray. And he said, When you're nervous, or was it Dion Dion Cole? I think it was Dion Cole. Shouts out to Dion Cole. He said, When you're nervous about something that means that you have passion for it because you want to do it so well you want to deliver it you want people to understand where you're coming from and that's one thing that i always take pride in like it's okay to be nervous because you're putting your heart and soul to it so it's okay to be nervous about starting something it's okay to be nervous about doing something that you enjoy because you want people to like it but do it because you're going to do it with passion you're going to do it because when you do it, it's going to be so beautiful because your heart is going to be and people can see that people people want that authenticity. Now, that's why reality shows are popular. That's why like people like YouTube, you know, well, people starting to move away from reality TV, but people like the authenticity of podcasting, you know, YouTube, because you're putting your heart into it. People get to see the real. And that's what it's about, man. It's about motivating others and yourself when you said you couldn't do it, you kept fighting, you kept pushing. And that's what it's about. So I just wanted to come and spread some joy and, you know, spread some promise and some well wishes to those that are saying, I want to give up. Don't give up. Keep pushing. Someone is going to enjoy what you love. Someone's going to appreciate what you do. And that's what it's about. Enjoying that. Enjoying the moment. Enjoying that process. Because people like it, but you got to give it to them. How can someone know that, you know, they needed a computer until it was invented? People didn't. 
But people might need what you have. And what you have, people will definitely want, I promise you. Now, on that note, man, like I said, I appreciate everyone. I'm, I'm, I wasn't going to stay up here too long today. I just wanted to, just to say a little something. Um, You know, I just wanted to spread the love, man. You know, the peace. Good things. We got a lot of negative things going on. But I want to show, you know, show some love to everybody. No matter what, don't give up. You're almost there. So just keep pushing. Episode 38 or something like that. Thanks again for tuning in.